Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hair Goals Podcast. Uh, This is your host, Jamie C. I'm the owner and founder of Salt Society, hair education company, empowerment company, uh, business, growth, development, all the things. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about overcoming fear and how to learn how to trust yourself when you're taking that next step. And we all kind of know what that feels like when you're learning how to first off kind of recognize like there's a certain area in my career maybe that I'm not happy with. Maybe it's not having my dream clients. Maybe it's investing in a class. Maybe it's um, moving places. Maybe it's restarting in a new location. There's going to be certain areas of your career where you just don't feel as joyful as you do maybe in other areas. And I think it's important, I actually talked about this, if you're one of our community members, you've gotten this content already in the mindset uh, video for the month. Uh, I'll put that content down below so you can check out what the community as well as a wonderful space where you can learn all things uh, color empowerment on a monthly basis. And there's over like 20 something hours of content already in there, it's crazy. Uh, But I did talk about this a little bit more in depth in this month's content, but I really wanted to take a kind of a different direction in the podcast episode today. So if there's a specific area of your career, let's just say, uh, maybe it's the money you're making, maybe it's the work that you're doing, maybe it's the place that you're in, maybe it's the people that you're surrounded by. There's a certain area in your career that you're not super happy with. Just kind of sit with that for a minute and kind of recognize which one is kind of coming up. What area are you feeling a little bit kind of not as joyful as you are with other areas. You may be feeling super amazing with maybe the clients that you have, but maybe not the money that you're making, or maybe you're feeling the opposite. You're feeling great about the money that you're making, but you really do not like the people that you are connecting with on a daily basis. So think about that area just for a moment. And I want you to think about why that area makes you feel not as joyful just for a minute. Okay. So let's explore what that feels like, what it feels like to not be happy in that area. Now I talk about this in the community video. Um, we all have something, what I call is a life standard of expectation, whether it be consciously or unconsciously, we have this kind of like set point of certain areas of what we think our life should look like, um, what we should be making, what we should be looking like, what we should be doing in our life, what we, the work we should be doing, what we should be doing everywhere. It's all the shoulds. And there's this general set point that we've all set for ourselves, whether I said consciously or unconsciously. And when you find that specific area that you don't feel super happy with, that's like a little ding, a little information where you're like, okay, that is going against of, against my should. I think I should be doing this instead and is generally why you're not feeling as happy in that area. So let's just say, for example, 
maybe you're not happy with the amount of, or the clients that you're working with. So just explore that. I'm not happy with this. Maybe ask yourself why, explore what comes up for that. And then the next question is, is, well, what is the expectation that I have for myself in that area? Well, maybe you thought that you'd be doing the work that you love on people that honor and respect you and come in on time and don't cancel last minute. And that's making you feel upset. So now we know if we're not specifically happy or joyful in a specific area, there's work to be done, which brings up change, um, awareness, and then most likely fear. And that's kind of where we're going to be going in the direction is kind of understanding fear, understanding what it is, understanding how it feels in your body, understanding why it happens and how to move through it. So if there's an area, like I said before, that you're not feeling happy with, we understand that there needs to be forward motion in a different direction. Recognizing what that standard of expectation is for that particular area is really, really important because if you're just like, I'm just not happy, then it's very hard to get super crystal clear on what direction am I actually taking? What needs to change? So I would encourage you to ask yourself a little bit more around other areas too, but particularly just one at a time so you don't overwhelm yourself. You don't feel overwhelmed. So what is that expectation that I had for myself that's not being met? What did I hope that this area of my life would look like? And usually the reason we're not happy is because it's not meeting that. So if we can't change the standard of expectation, then we need to perceive it differently. And if you can change it, then there needs to be forward motion in the direction of roadmap. But before we even get to that place, usually the first thing that comes up is not excitement, it's fear. Fear of the what ifs, there's the anxiety and fear can show up in different ways in your life. It could be anxiety. It could be procrastination. It could be perfectionism. It can be um, the like constantly second guessing yourself. It's overthinking. It's uh, specifically overthinking. Uh, procrastination, like, okay, well, I know it is and I just don't want to do it. I don't want to look at it. So I'm going to put it away. And it can come up as the narrative in your mind getting louder and louder and louder and louder. So it scares the shit out of you and then you retreat back. So let's understand what fear is just for a moment. So there's a specific area in your mind called the amygdala and the amygdala is the fear center. This is what activates when you do something that is outside of your perceived uh, or I like it call, I like to call it your self-created uh, comfort zone. We all have a self-created comfort zone and it's uh, it's the things that make us feel comfortable. It's the, the I drive this way to work and this is this is the amount of money I make and this these are the decisions I make and these are the things that I do in my life. I've created a box of comfort or quote unquote safety. And the moment you have decided to step outside of that boundary, outside of that box, the amygdala is like, wait, 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 hold, hold the phone. You've told us to stay here. This is where we're safe. And your brain is always taking in data, about 11 million bits of data per second, and then filters up into the conscious mind what we believe is important or that we need to see based off of our comfort zone, beliefs, identities, all of those things. So the moment that that brain <laughs> understands that you're stepping outside the comfort zone. It thinks you're in danger. 
you're not really in danger. You're just doing something different and it just feels different. So when you step outside, the brain's going to get really loud and it's going to signal the anxiety, the overthinking, the procrastination. Maybe you're feeling it in your body. Maybe you have, your throat starts to tighten up or your heartbeat starts to get a little bit faster. And I need you to understand that there's nothing wrong with you when this happens. All this is, is it's a simple alarm system. It's a mechanism in your brain and body to say, wait, are you sure <laughs> that you want to step outside of this box? It also can show up as doubt. Doubt is one of the biggest ones. A little bit of self-doubt um, will make you turn right back and go right back to the comfort zone because there's less self-doubt there. And when you recognize that it's just an alarm system asking you if you feel comfortable stepping outside, it's not real. It's not real. It's just an, it's, it's just a, it's just an experience, a feeling. It's a, it's a, a reaction that your body's having saying, are you sure? And so one of the most important things that you want to recognize when you're, when you're stepping outside into the self create outside of the self created box of comfort, that you're going to experience some energetically dense or different feelings than you normally do. Now, regulating your nervous system is probably one of the most important things to learn how to do. And I love talking about this stuff. I talk about it all the time in all my classes and everything because growth and comfort do not live together. When you're expanding, when you're stepping outside that comfort zone, it's stretching you. It's asking you to show parts of yourself that you've never seen before. It's asking you to, to show up to be seen. It's asking you to explore yourself more. It's asking you to do things that you wouldn't normally do. And that shit feels uncomfortable sometimes. So regulating your, your nervous system is a way to allow for yourself to experience emotions, experiences, and, and calm that down without attaching a result to it or attaching the, the narrative to it. So a fun fact about these feelings, whether you're feeling nervous, afraid, fear, any of these things, I'm just going to walk you through one method that's going to help you feel a little bit more at ease. I have uh, probably about 20 <laughs> of them that I share with my students inside of my classes and all these things. But I'm going to share one with you today because I think this is really important to understand. An emotion is just an experience that your body is having. The reason why we feel them so deeply is because we're attaching a story to them. We're attaching this narrative, this what if, what if this future-paced experience that potentially could happen. We're living in the future and we're not in the present moment when we're experiencing an energetically dense emotion. Now, I want you to guess just for a moment, and I'm going live on an Instagram as well right now, so I'm going to ask my community over here too. How long, if we didn't attach a story to an emotion, whether it be fear, um, nervousness, whatever emotion. If we don't attach a story to it, how long does an emotion last in the body? Let's see if anyone gets it here. I'm going to give you guys a moment. How long would that last in your body? Just guess. If we just sat with an emotion just for a second and we fully allowed to experience it, to witness it, to be with it, to give it attention without a story, how long does that emotion last in your body? How long does that discomfort last? All right, I'm going to give you the answer. Are you ready? 90 seconds. 90 seconds. So here's what we're going to do. The next time that we feel a feeling that feels energetically dense, does not feel 
very great in our body. We're going to do our best to sit with that just for a moment. You're going to put your hands on your heart and put pressure on that. That's actually going to release oxytocin in your brain, uh, which is like the same type of uh, chemical that gets released when you're being hugged, <laughs> when you have a big hug and you feel safe. So put that hand on your hand on your heart, second hand right over that other hand and apply pressure. You're going to do some deep belly breathing. So in through the nose and kind of expand the stomach. Now this is important because oftentimes when you're feeling stressed, you're doing very shallow breathing, which enhances the body to freak out even more. So be very, very conscious of your breath. And then we're going to just sit with that emotion and ask myself, what am I feeling in this moment? Okay. So maybe I'm feeling fear. Maybe I'm afraid. Okay. So can I sit with this acceptance in this moment? I accept that I'm feeling afraid. Instead of trying to explain why I'm feeling afraid, if I'm feeling afraid, all the stories of what could be even more scary if I'm feeling afraid, and just sit with the fear just for a second. Just sit with it and notice where you're feeling it in your body. Am I feeling it in my throat? Am I feeling it in my heart? Am I feeling it in my like solar plexus, which is like in between like the breastbone area? Am I feeling it in my stomach? Am I feeling it in my shoulders? Where is it? Where is it showing up in my body? Okay, so let's just say it's, I feel it in my throat, which is usually a good indication of using your voice or not being heard or being afraid of using your voice. It's, a, it's the throat chakra has a lot to do with communication and speaking your truth and being honest with yourself. So sit with that, see how it feels with your hands still on your chest and notice how it feels. Is it throbbing? Is it pulsating? Is it hot? and just sit with it with your eyes closed, or if you're not feeling comfortable with your eyes closed, just have your eyes focused on one solid object. Do not move your eyes from that object. That's immediately already calming down your nervous system. And ask yourself, okay, is it feeling warm? Is it feeling hot? Like do this in your head and then great. So I'm feeling it in my throat. It feels tense, right? Perfect. If you detach the story, the narrative, just sit with the emotion, the feeling, and let it experience itself. Just be with it, witness it. And in 90 seconds, it'll dissipate. And then you can move on with your day. The moment it starts to feel big in your body and you experience all the anxiety and all the fear and it gets really, really big and we're having about to have a panic attack is because we've, we're, we're almost chasing it. So think about the energy of chasing just for a moment with me, okay? So think about the energy of chasing or resisting, right? I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, and it's getting more uncomfortable. I'm running away from it. I'm running away from it. It's too uncomfortable. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel it. And it gets bigger and bigger and I get more exhausted and it's tending and it's needing more energy from me. It's taking more energy from me if I'm running and chasing versus if I just sit versus run. I'm bound to be in the energy of more ease. I'm bound to be in the energy of acceptance. And on the Hawkins scale, which is the energetic uh, scale of where emotions live, it, the energy of acceptance is pretty high up. So already just allowing that energy of allowing and acceptance versus the energy of fear is already calming your nervous system. It's already calming the mind. It's already calming the body. So I want you to use that technique um, when you're feeling a feeling that doesn't feel great, just witness it 
and walk through those methods that I talked to you about. And that's going to help you take inspired action. It's going to help you learn to trust yourself a little bit more. And this is honestly, trust is the number one reason why most people overthink, question themselves, doubt, self-doubt is that they either don't trust themselves to feel fully happy, trust themselves that they're a lot, that they can do it, that they can ask for help, that it'll work, that they're worthy of it. So if we just allowed to first off understand what area am I not thrilled with? Very, very crystal clear on that. And then from there, what do I want it to look like? What was that standard of expectation that I had set for myself in that experience? And why, and that's usually why it's in, it's not in harmony. It's in this like kind of dissonance. Um, I don't know if I use that word correctly, dissonance. Huh. In my mind, I'm thinking that, that that's the word that's, it's not in harmony, but dissonance, I think is actually in harmony. So now I'm unsure. So don't, I'm just going to remove that one from the conversation. We're going to say not in harmony. <laughs> we're, not, it, we're not in harmony with that feeling. So from there, I'm now I'm going to have to look up what that word means because I'm pretty sure that it's the opposite of what I just used it for. But any users, understand what area am I not feeling joy in? Why am I not feeling joy in it? And it's usually because there's a standard of expectation that you set for yourself. And then we need to know that there's forward action and movement to change it because our birthright is to feel joyful. Our birthright is to make money. Our birthright is to experience using that money as an expansion of the good that's inside of us so we can help ourselves, help more people, help the community, help the world, help ourselves have a more joyful experience in this one life that we get to live. And it's our birthright to have love, to share love, to be with love, to experience that. So if it's not feeling harmonized, then there's work to be done. And know that when there's work to be done, you're, ste you're stepping outside of that self-created comfort zone. And there's change. And when change and growth happen, sometimes comfort doesn't sit with there. <laughs> but you can learn how to use your um, self-regulating nervous system tools to to calm the body down and to continue taking action so you don't stop. Um, and any kind of motion is good and forward motion is good motion. So, and uh, one more, one more loving reminder just for today. I want you to imagine when we think about that trust for a second, when we imagine having a relationship with somebody and if they constantly said to you, you're doing a terrible job, there's no way that this could happen. No one's gonna show up. No one will pay those prices. You're gonna do a terrible job. Would you trust that person in your life? I'm assuming that the answer would be no. Would you feel safe with that person? The answer probably is no. Now I want you to analyze your inner narrative just for a moment. Is that what your inner narrative sounds like? There's no way that could happen. What if this doesn't happen? What if that doesn't happen? And I want you to imagine for a moment why you don't trust yourself, why you don't feel safe making decisions. It's because the person you're coming home to, the person that's supposed to be picking you back up if you inevitably fall, you don't feel safe with. There's criticism that's knocking on every single door if you don't do something right. So today, I'd like and encourage you 
to just step into awareness of how that inner narrative sounds. How does that inner narrative sound when you are talking with yourself? You don't have to change it today, but at least step into awareness. In my book, I actually called it Becoming Wildly Aware. So just think about that for a moment. And I also just realized that I just scrolled up on the Instagram and there was so many comments and I did not see a single one of them and I'll be answering them all soon. <laughs> okay. So I love you and um, be easy with yourself today. Okay. And this is all a work in progress. Everyone's a work in progress. All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now.